Ahoy there. Ahey there. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy. Hi there. It's the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. Hey, Kevin. How are you? That's Chad. And that's Kevin. He said I'm Kevin. I'm all right. How are You're, you? We're good. It's it's Wednesday night. We're a little early. We moved this up an hour. Hopefully you can join us uh, next time. I think we're going to try and do 7.30 on Wednesdays. Yeah, we're going to try. You know what? Programming alert. Programming alert. Uh, we will most likely be doing the podcast just a little bit earlier each Wednesday. You know, sometimes it's going to get pushed back. We apologize, but we're going to try to give you at least an hour window of like when we're going to do this shit. Um, hey, Megs. And we're going to try to do it earlier. I mean, I think a lot of people, especially our East Coast listeners, would prefer us to do a little bit earlier. Um, even here in Central Time Zone, 8.30 soon becomes 10 o'clock at night. And when you got to wake up pretty early, that's no fun. No. But. Family. Family. You no, know, things change. You know? We're yeah. athletic trainers. We adjust. You adjust. We're we, still going to give you the best uh, show that we can. Not going to lie. You know, we our schedule changes just like your schedule changes. And we're trying to adjust for our schedules as well. So if you hate us for it, I hate you too. I'm just kidding. I love all of you. I love you very much. But thanks for being on the show tonight. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Thank you for listening. We are the Canada Athletic Training Guys. You can check us out at CanadaAthleticTraining.com at Canada underscore ATC for all of our shenanigans that we partake in. Um, yeah, we're a show about Canada, about athletic training. So let's start talking about candy again. It's still good. Yeah, it's still, uh, they didn't harden up. No, oh, that's what she said. That's what she feared. Yeah. Um, so... We got a fun show for you. I mean, we're definitely going to try to do some. We're going to bring a listener on. Yeah, we just, uh, I was just texting Megan. We're going to try a new feature topic, something we have not done before. It's going to be a little surprise. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring on one of our live stream members. If you want to, uh, you know, anybody can can jump on this show. We'll bring you on. Uh, We'll get to know Megan for just a minute or so. And then um, we're going to try something new, something we've never done before. Something you, you've not heard on any sports medicine podcast ever. Ever. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee Because nobody is as weird as I am in coming up with weird shit. And so we're going to try it. Nobody. I think you'll like it. Um, Speaking of liking things, Ooh. who do you like? Healthy Roster. Yeah. The official sponsor of the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. They do have the best EMR in the world. And as we always say on this show, we couldn't do it without them. They are very kind to us. You were just nominated or like you were the AT of the week or what What were you? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's what we're doing. I think each week they're, they're recognizing week. a new athletic yeah. trainer. And um, so they had me on for an interview. Kevin couldn't join because he was having a kid. Whatever. It was going to be both of us. Damn kid. Um, I don't know if you saw the interview. It was like a shorter interview. I did. Um, oh, you watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a lot of fun because we just got to tell, I got to tell our side of the story. Like people don't know how we came into this. So, yeah. Um, 
And during the show, he's we were talking about you. I'm like, he might be having a kid any minute now. And <laughs> lo and behold, I didn't know you had already had the kid for like an hour and a half. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was not factually accurate, but Yeah, I'm pretty happy we canceled the show that night. <laughs> because so, But but yeah, it was cool. Thanks to Healthy Roster for recognizing yeah. the athletic trainers. I think that's really neat. Um they they really genuinely care about the profession and making it better. So uh, you should check them out and let them know that you heard about them through Candid Athletic Training. Data best. Yeah. So, good friends over at Smart Tools. They have all of your instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization devices that you would ever need. I'm so jealous that you can say that so easy. And their latest and greatest BFR, Bluetooth-enabled. Uh, I think they're 4.0. Four. Is, I version think, four, right? yeah. Yeah, 4. version 4. Um, they're great. I have them right here in this lovely facility that is behind me. I do a lot of my rehabs using those smart tools, BFR cuffs. Um, and how do they get a discount on that? If they use the, uh, candid 10, candid 10. You didn't know what it was was. for a second. I I was going to say smart tools. 10. No candid 10. Yeah. Use promo code candid 10 over at smart tools plus.com.com. 10% 10% off anything that you want to buy there. I've been meaning to ask them, why the heck the plus? Let's do that next time Ed Let's comes on. Where'd the, where'd the plus come from? Yeah, I think Ed's going to come on in a couple of weeks and talk about the version 4.0. So we'll ask him where they came up with the plus in the smarttoolsplus.com. I'm going to strap a BFR cuff right to my arm and say, hey, let's get to work, Ed. All right, let's and go. Lastly, Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. Hey, guys. I was talking to to a couple people this week about our show, what we're trying to do. And I was like, you know, we've got this company that we work with athletic trainer insurance. Plus they give you the lowest rate on professional liability insurance. So if you need, if you need protection, which you do, you always should have protection, professional and personal liability insurance for as low as $179 for a full-time employed person. If you're a member of our show, you're not going to find a better rate than that. Nope. We actually talked to another company that does professional bio liability, and they're like, "That's a great, that's a great price." I can't can't compete with that so, guy. Um, super excited to be working with them. Uh, I know we mentioned this in the last couple episodes. We've got a lot more coming down the pipeline. A lot more companies are looking to um, to help us out do what we want to do, which is provide value to you, the athletic trainers and the listeners. So keep listening to the show. You're going to want to become a member of the podcast in 2024. I guarantee it. Um, We've got a lot of things going, a lot of companies we're working with that I think um, things are going to come together in 2024 is going to be a really special year for us and for hopefully for you. If you're listening and you join uh, our show, we're going to be able to offer you a lot of stuff. So, so what people might not know, is that it's usually the fiscal end of the year for a lot of companies right now. Yeah. So a lot of companies have reached out and said, listen, we're budgeting being a part of Canada Athletic Training. Yeah. That's what we got to tell you. People want That's a big one. I didn't Companies want to be a part of this podcast. I forgot about that. And And so that's a big company. Therefore, you want to be a part of this podcast because you're going to get the benefit of those companies. Yeah. Megan, are you saying you you watch the live stream and then you go back and listen to the audio? That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, okay. 
Do you have anything else? I think she's saying because I'm eating and talking at the same time. I know, but she's saying when when she listens, she her comment was y'all eating and, and talking kills me. It's so confusing when you listen to the podcast. Oh. So you must be able to tell when we're eating in the audio form, but not that or it's this. like you can you can tell I'm over here. Sometimes I don't want to be oh. chewing in the microphone. Yeah. I don't know. We just we're athletic trainers. We multitask. That's what we do. So um, fun show. Should we do, should we, do you have anything else you want to do or let's just do some shenanigans? Shenanigans. All right. <laughs> when Chad chokes. I've only done it a handful of times. Or when Chad chokes. Um, you know what? Let's do you this. I've choked a lot on this. Part. I want to start with our fat. No. Because I want to get it out of the way. All right. Because... <laughs> We're not excited about this one, guys. We're not excited about it. Yeah, it's not in our wheelhouse, but I... So, what we've been doing recently is just looking up movies like that come out on the date that we record. And we've done 237 episodes where it's kind of hard to, to be current all the time, and we've gone through a lot of the characters we've liked to go through. Um, so, we've been kind of going back in time a little bit and doing some older stuff. Yeah. So you know, movies if we that, average it out, we got 1.5 kids a piece. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> um, so movies that came out on October 11th, and the best one with the most, no, uh, what would you say, notoriable? How, how would you say that? The most famous? Notoriable. I, 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 I made that word up. That's definitely made up. Notoriety? Notoriety. The characters that were the most recognizable. Oh, that's another way to say that yeah. same sentence. Nice, I like it. We're gonna do Romeo and Juliet. Ah, so that came out one of the one of the Romeo. How many Romeo and Juliet movies do you think there are? Romeo, where fart? Where fart are the Romeo? Um, where fart those Romeos? How many Romeo and Juliet movies have there been? Yeah, I'm gonna look that up real quick. I'm gonna guess. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, twelve Romeo and Juliet movies ranked. No way. D- did you did you see this before? No. Wow, that's really crazy. I'm, um, I'm really good at guessing things, guys. Uh, no, number twelve, Tromeo and Juliet, 1997. I don't know what Tromeo and Juliet is. Well, maybe they're talking about some parodies and stuff. Too. Let me know if you've seen any of these. You got it. Uh, Love is all there is, no. 1996. No. No. Romeo must die, 2000. Mm, I actually did no. see that one. Jet Li and Aaliyah. No. That's yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet 2013. That wait. No, I didn't see that one. Uh That's the one I did see. A long time ago. Nomeo and Juliet? Like Nomeo. The Gnomes? Like gnomes? Yeah, Gnomes. It's like version. Romeo and Juliet 1936, the original, I believe that is. That's ranked seven. I bet Private that's Romeo, original. 2011. Nope. That's an adaptation. Uh, Warm Bodies, 2013. Warm Bodies. Is that the zombie one? Comedic zombie apocalypse take on the tale. I think I've seen that. Okay. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, 1996 with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the one I've seen. I don't know if I've seen that one. That's that's the only one I've seen. Uh, Number three, Shakespeare in Love. Oh, wait. No, that one. That's the one everybody's seen, right? 
1998, Shakespeare in Love. Leo, I Leonardo DiCaprio. Number two, That's Romeo and Juliet, 1968. And West Side Story, 1961. They're saying is a version. West Side Story. Is a so take on that. All right, so let's. My twelve was not right because that's well, it's a version of okay, so eleven. It is a version of a Romeo and Juliet style like movie, but it's not Romeo and Juliet. The only one I really want to go out and see is Romeo and Juliet. Romeos. I want to go see the gnomes. Gnomes are funny. So we've got we've got Romeo, we've got Juliet. Yeah, walk us through. What you think would be important to know about Romeo and Juliet. Well, basically, I think they both would kind of suck. Ah, shit. So let's do this. I mean, well, no, here we go. We put it up on our social media. Wow. So let's let's go to our social media real quick. We put up a vote earlier this week. Uh, We said who would make the better athletic trainer, and it was 54 to 46, so this was close. Oh, I've definitely seen the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Yeah, 54... 54% 54% of the listeners. Oh, yeah, Claire Deans. Uh, 54% said Juliet. 46% said Romeo. Uh, a couple comments. I think Juliet because she made an intricate plan to rectify her situation, but Romeo constantly acted quickly on impulse without thinking. That's SJJ. Impulsive human. Uh, Josh Dossie. I mean, they are both willing to sacrifice it all for their passions, but Juliet is willing to step out of her comfort zone. Okay. Nisi said, now this is a segment for me <laughs> that she's not even here. <laughs> uh, and Sam Riggs said, well, they weren't exactly great at self-care at the end of the day, so neither. Which is true. Um, so do you want to just go? Well, th- let's just talk about it. So hey. the synopsis. Synopsis? Synapses. Synapses. <laughs> the synapses were not there. No, there was no synapses, but the synopsis of the show yeah. of the movie. So they fall played. in love, even though their families hate each other. Yeah. Uh Romeo was in love with another chick. Then he yeah. went to this masquerade ball because his friends dragged him along. He fell in love with Juliet. Then Ooh. they realized that they shouldn't really like each other, but they do. Oh. Then they gotta decide what what's more important, love or their duty to their Families, mm-hmm. so they run off. They get married. Um, then one of Juliet's, I think, cousins. Oh, somebody in Juliet's side of the family. Okay, got mad that Romeo was at the the party where they met. Oh, killed one of his friends or wow. his, one of his family members. So then Romeo snaps, kills him. Then he's got to go into hiding. Uh, Juliet's supposed to get married off to somebody else, but they had eloped. Uh, so she came up with the game plan to poison herself, make it look mm. like she's dead, so she could run away with Romeo. Yeah. So she takes a sleeping agent. Uh, Romeo doesn't know that she took a sleeping agent. Heard um, that she was well, dead. Michael. Comes, uh, finds out that or believes that she's dead. Mm-hmm. So he poisons himself. Should he check for the pulse? He dies. Mm. <laughs> he dies. She wakes up, finds him dead, and she doesn't want to live anymore. So she takes his knife and stabs herself. Mm. That's what I remember, or that's what I I reread because you remember a lot. I had to reread it because I had I didn't I remember very little of this. So it sounds like Romeo is the impulsive one. Yeah, 
he's in love once, then he's in love twice, and then he's not wanting to fight, then he's fighting and killing, and then he's running away. So he doesn't really stick to much of anything. No. But... He does follow his heart. Follows his heart. He is... I guess truthful with himself. He knows. He knows what he wants to do next in that very moment. Maybe doesn't really think his actions out very well. No. Um, He's not planning any rehabs. No. I wonder if he so, here's ever a vo- took a CPR class and tried to revive, <laughs> revive his future. What's bride. the first step? I mean, check. A, B, C. You know, just, let's just, just check the airway, you know? Let's just let's just see. Let's just see if there's any air going in and out of this person. Yeah, because she took a sedative. She it's didn't. A sedative. She's still probably She's breathing. Probably breathing. <laughs> Could you imagine that? 48. Like and not a, only that, but has he ever? I mean, freaking hook up the AED and see what that thing says. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Where were the AEDs? Christ sake. What, what year did this take place, you think? Well, apparently everywhere from... Poor triage from six, 1600 to 2018 or whatever the last uh, one was. What year was Romeo... All right. And Jul- so, okay, I, I'm going to give him a bonus point here. 1597 was the year. Oh, I said 1600. What year was the AED? Damn, I'm, do we I'm know what year? Good what year was the AED? Um... I think we did this on an episode. 57. What year did the AED come out? Defibrillators, 1954. Oh, I said 57. You should be on the prices right tonight. I would have went over on that one. That's for sure. One dollar. So how So fifteen? So how many years off were they? 300? He was only 300 years too soon? Just 300. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give him a bonus point because he actually stabbed somebody and killed somebody. Okay. So as much as he didn't want to fight, he ha- at least had a little hand-eye coordination and skill. So you equate stabbing somebody as being able to tape an ankle. He's not the clumsiest person <laughs> in the world. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay. There's got to be something. At least you're holding There's the right end something. of the sword. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Pointy end away from you. <sighs> Juliet. Well, I got one more thing for oh, Romeo. Okay, one more. sure. Go for so it. he goes to this masquerade ball, right? And he's okay in costume, and he like kind of like fall like he was dragged to this thing. Yeah. So he's not looking for a good time. No. So he's not going out. He's not partying. He's like focused on what he's focused Sour. on. And if you can lock him in to athletic training as his love. Oh. Maybe he's not going to be distracted because he doesn't want to do these other things, even though he ended up going. Uh, okay. You got it. I mean, it's I'll a weak it. point, yeah. but I'm trying to come I'll up with right. something. I think this guy sucks. These guys suck. <laughs> Juliet. Okay. Yes. She's a little selfish, but she stands for what she he believes knows, in. Megan says he knows enough anatomy to kill a person. That's a good point. All right. You're not an AT if you don't know how to party. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so, so Juliet, she, 
she at least she was a little bitchy to her parents. Oh. She was standoffish. She's like, I don't want to get married. I know what I want. I want to be left alone. I'm 13. Let's not hook me up with anybody just yet. I need to, I'm fo- a little I need to focus on me. Yeah. And my career. Ahead family. of her time. Ahead of her time. <laughs> I'm 13. I know what I want. Um, But at least she stood up for herself where Romeo is just kind of like. Yeah. Whimsical. I would agree with that one. Uh, and like somebody said, she actually at least came up with a plan. Like, hey, how do we how do we fix this shit? She has a plan. She it has. didn't work out exactly the way you wanted it to. Not the greatest one. But at least she put something together, so she's trying a rehab plan. <sighs> she's a druggie. She likes the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, she has a hard time sleeping. And so that's why she takes this sleeping pill um, to, like, put her to an endless sleep, only to confuse her love of her life. Um, She worked well with the friar. She at least So she could communicate with somebody else. Now, the the friar fell through on getting the the word. I think the pigeon was busy that day. Couldn't get it to Romeo. But she did her end. Of communicating. Do you think it... She also... She also, I think... um, She had this duty versus love kind of debate. Okay. She ended up choosing love, but at least she thought about it for a second. She's like, I don't know if I should do this. I should Mm. kind of... Be good to my family. I feel like both of them are a little too impulsive yeah. to be athletic trainers. A little bit. Like the only thing that matters is the now and not the before or after. Just about now, how I feel right now, how what I want right now. The families aren't. They're like, hey, listen, we got a good thing going on over here. Yeah, you know. How about this? Juliet finds out that her lover, husband—I don't know if they had been married or not—kills her family member. She's got to decide what's more important: the one that I love or my family. Right, uh-huh. she had already committed to Romeo, but then she stuck by him. Oh, so at least she's got that going for her. So, does that possess the quality of a athletic trainer that like is capable of telling their family, "No, I can't come to the barbecue." Yeah, I think it does. I have to go to practice. Yes. I'm going to so, stay where I'm at. Yeah. Ah. Sneeze. Coming. Give it. <laughs> Bless you. What, what do you got? Another one. Here it comes. <coughs> Megan says Juliet failed because she didn't practice her EAP instead of just telling it to people. <laughs> That's true. It is definitely she true. She didn't practice. 
She just went for it. So communication, bad communicator. Yeah, but Romeo was no better. So fifty four percent of our live streamers said um, they thought Juliet would be better. I'm also going to go with Juliet. I don't know. I don't know how much more we can talk about this. I think they both would be subpar. But of the two, I think she is at least one that who is willing to put a little time and effort into maybe learning and growing. Yes. Sorry. I got distracted by it. My wife was calling me. She forgot we were recording early? Yes. Oh, nice. Tell her we're almost I done. Hope. I mean, and that's what I told her. I was like, hey, guess what? I'm going to be home early. Call you know what? the wife. I'm... Tell her I'm on the way. Name the movie. <laughs> Call the wife. Tell him. Mike, I got an erection. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Call the wife. Bad Boys 2. Tell Ooh. her I'm on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see the third one? Yes. Pretty bad. It's it's an average action movie where Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2 were like, best that, was, best. that was awesome. That was just awesome. Bad Boys 3 is, or Bad Boys for Life, um, it's an average action movie. What I will say is I'm going to vote for Juli- Juliet. So it's a clean sweep. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Even though she sucks at communication and he's way better at anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, really good at the stabby, stabby, stab. He's yeah. Good, he's good at I instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization because he mobilized a lot of stabbing. Oh, now my nose is running. Sorry, it buddy. Sounds, it sounds like I'm, I'm congested. I'm not really. I don't know what the hell made me sneeze. Jalapeno. All Maybe. right. There was a fierce debate that I was not privy to. We're moving on to our friend or foe. Friend or foe. And this one's for our female athletic trainers primarily. Um, somebody Glad you on said social media because I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Oh, I we wanna, all we all want to do it. Yeah. So I saw this on social media, uh, and I uh, I posted it. Um, apparently, there was a huge debate whether wearing leggings is professional or not professional. So okay. we said friend or foe. Friend or foe. Leggings. Wearing leggings. As an athletic trainer. At work, right? At work. Okay. At work. At work. At work, leggings. Uh, and there was a little bit of... Fodder. Fodder. <laughs> so let's um, let's go to it. Do you have an initial opinion? Um, I, well, so I we, we have a new athlete, female athletic trainer that just started with us. Yeah. Um, our friend Allison uh, Hawking, who was with the Milkmen. Oh, she just joined nice. our, our our staff. I said, Allison, nice. I got a question to ask you. Here's here's what we're thinking about doing, and what what's your opinion? She said, "This is not your opinion. Fo- this, this is, is not her mine." Opinion. Yeah. Okay. She said, "Foe." Oh. She said, "Thought it's not professional enough." Okay. All right. And uh, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. This is coming from Green Megan Ham. Oh. Uh, Megan. Johnson, who is an athletic trainer, sports psychologist, master's level clinician. Uh, it looks like she's uh, Dr. Seuss in Philadelphia. Mm. And she loves Dr. Seuss. So we put this up uh, a little bit ago, 13 hours ago, and we've got over 200 votes on this. So this is a pretty good one. You mean 200,000? 200,000. Um, a lot of chit chat here. Um, 
what do you think? What do you think? What's your initial reaction? I won't give you the results Mine? of the poll yet. My initial reaction is they are a foe in a professional setting. Okay. 57% of the voters agree with you. 57% said foe. 43% said friend. Um, comments. My take on this doesn't make you any less of an athlete trainer. So this is Megan that brought up the topic. No. My take on this doesn't make you any less of an athlete trainer because you wear athleisure. We work an active job. I see no problem with comfy clothes. I personally wear scrubs almost every day unless it is a weekend or holiday or I ran out of clean clothes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Michelle Van Tessel said, personally, I don't like the feel of leggings on myself, so I very rarely wear them. I mostly wear black scrub pants, professional okay. looking, multiple pockets, and comfortable. Okay. Uh, Reformed AT said, going to doctor's appointments, foe, otherwise, mm. friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Wait, going to doctor's appointments. So you foe. shouldn't go to a doctor's appointment in leggings. As an athletic trainer. Yeah. I, I disagree that there's a difference. Okay, keep yeah. going. Uh, those were the comments that we had. Yeah. yeah. I think... You have to define what's professional versus whether or not you define whether or not leggings are okay in the workplace. I think most of us think in the athletic training world, scrubs would be fine, right? Yeah. Because I think there's a there's an established status quo of nurses and honestly doctors wearing scrubs all the time. And I think there's a reason they wear scrubs. One, it identifies who they are. Two, they are... That's a great point. They a- absolutely just, like, scrubs are meant to get dirty, right? Like I, That's why they're all blue, they're all pink, they're all white, they're all whatever. Like, it's just, they're not meant to be... They're comfortable because they're usually loose and they easily fit and you're, con- like, whatever. But they're not ne- necessarily like form fitting. Usually, it's getting different lately with stretchy fabrics, in which I would venture to say some of these scrubs are turning into leggings. Um, yeah, but I don't think necessarily leggings that your Lululemon leggings are necessarily appropriate to be worn in any professional setting. Here's the reason. They are meant to be athletic in, and they are also meant to be form-fitting and make you look good. I don't necessarily think anything about that is professional. I totally think it's fine to wear some leggings out to a restaurant. I think they've become the norm of how a lot of women dress to not only dress down, but also dress up. But that's what they're for. They're not for work. And I I don't think there's any, any reason to not bring up for a lot of males that would be distracting. And it's not the women's fault. It's just the fact that that's the way sexuality works. You shouldn't wear a mini skirt either. Some somebody there were comments, and then it wasn't on our thread, but some somewhere along along the line, somebody said, "Look, 
you can't control what a guy does. And there's a there's well, a huge there's a huge comment like or there's a huge debate about you know whose fault is it? Um, oh, that's not. You it. said a lot of good things, Kevin. That's totally not it. It's you not, said it's not, it's not new, whose fault it is. It's just the truth. Males, predominantly, not all the time, are attracted to females, and females wearing leggings. There's a lot to look at. Looking nice. I like when my I like when my wife wears leggings. Yeah, I really do. It's fun. It's great. Good times for all. It's good times for all. You said a lot of good things. I think the one thing that you said that struck me the most was you said that scrubs are a unified symbol of what that person does. Ceasing. It's a uniform, and we talked about this way, way, way back, two hundred and thirty some episodes ago. One of the smaller problems that athletic training has, it's not the big one, is we don't know, we don't have a uniform. People, Some people want it to be khakis and polos. Some people want it to be dress clothes. Some people want it to be scrubbed. It's like you don't know what athletic trainer A from athletic trainer B from athletic trainer C is wearing. Like... There's a fire truck that just went by. Was it a fire truck? I didn't see it, but there's some sirens. When I see a firefighter, I know a firefighter. I know what they wear. I know what they do. Correct. I see a police officer. When you're at a field and you're looking for the athletic trainer, they could be wearing anything. Right. That might be a small problem in the profession. Yeah, but might be a game-changing problem in the profession. What if, what if all or mainly female athletic trainers were wearing leggings and sweatshirts. Like, who's the random girl on the field? Especially now that everybody wears a goddamn fanny pack. So I think this is an interesting topic. It's definitely a foe. It's a foe. Yeah. It's not it's probably not the most professional thing you could wear. I don't think you have to be. Are the, you, and that's that's the thing. It's like where's define professionalism of what to wear as as an athletic trainer. Does it and make you like, any less of your job? No, it doesn't make you any less talented at your job. So maybe it's a maybe it shouldn't matter. Yes. Can you still do the? Can you still do? Can you still do the job? Matter. I don't know. Can you still do the job? Can you do the? Can you do the job as an athletic trainer in leggings? Absolutely. So then maybe it should be a non-issue. I don't know. I'm I'm just, I don't know. I don't know the right answer. Because you can also do the job as an athletic trainer in a full-on tuxedo. And you could also do it at a nude beach. You could. We're not doing that either. 100%. I'm going to be the first. You would be. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're actually, if you're at a nude beach and you're a lifeguard, do you you have to go full- Full no. nude? I don't think you the do. Life, the lifeguards don't? I think they still get to wear the red shorts or the red, you know, the red swimsuit. Yeah. Pretty sure. Is and that a real, is that like a, on a scale of 0 to 100% confident, how are you in that answer? 80? 80% confident that yeah. the lifeguards are still, so they, they have a uniform. On a nude beach? Yeah. Maybe it's just body, there maybe it's just body paint. They're there for a job. <laughs> okay. I mean, what's so wrong with wearing scrubs or 
I would love for the profession to go to scrubs. I, oh, I would, that's where I would love for, for it to go. How about this? Scrubs with some sort of, um, if it was a collared scrub top, whatever, whatever. Yeah. What do you think the equivalent of in the male world is to leggings? Um, the equivalent would be, um, workout compression pants. Right. Which I just bought my first pair of this last weekend. Oh, wow. And you've had way them for a long time, and I held off and held off and held <laughs> off, and finally I had some, I went down to the outlet malls near us because I had some gift cards I had to use up, but they were going to kind of like go bad, whatever. <laughs> well, I had one gift card that was going to expire. Like it was like were getting yeah. moldy? Well, no, I had, um, I had like a, I like. Like a Visa card that the balance yeah. goes down. So right. I'm like, I'm going to use this. So and dumb. I had a couple other gift cards. I'm like, I'll just go down if I don't use it now. So I went down and I bought a couple compression nice. workout pants. So that I would like be the equivalent. Would you wear that to work? Hell no. You wouldn't? Not fully exposed. The male camel toe. Yeah. Nobody needs to see that. Super bad. Remember the line? Yeah. It's camel toe. It's camel it, tail. Tam- camel tails. It ball dick ball. It's like a division sign. But even like, <laughs> all right. So could is it professional for a male athletic trainer to wear basketball shorts at work to a practice or to a game? Again, there's the so many variables to this profession. Like mm-hmm. some people will say, if you're just covering a practice, go for it. Like sure. I had the rule of thumb when I was at the traditional setting, and when you were. You know, my first student, I was like, all right, Monday through Friday, let's wear khaki. And then on the weekend, I don't care what you wear, uh, Saturday or Sunday, go ahead and wear some some yeah. sweats. Because, you know, our boss wanted khakis. You know, the head athletic trainer said, yeah. we're going to uphold the standard. You know, so again, the standards are inconsistent from, hi, Craig. Well, well thanks for joining. What up, Craig? Um, so the standards from school to school and setting to setting are so different. And I think that it might be a small problem with the profession. It's probably not even in the top 20 list of, maybe it's in the top 20 list of problems. It's not in the top five most glaring problems in the profession. But again, we have no sense of, we have, we have a a loose sense of identity as a profession. All right. Is there, I wore shorts a lot when I, especially when I was, in the south. And then for the game I wore my cacks. Cacks. Which, you know, whatever. My new age stretchy khakis. Um I guess I would be very comfortable with somebody wearing leggings like during like the grinded out work hours. You know, you're just doing treatments, whatever, whatever. But you're on the field, I don't think you should be wearing like leggings. Or like during the game. Should be a rule of thumb. If you cannot put a scissors in that. Oh. What's the minimum standard? We need gauze and gloves. If gauze and gloves don't fit in it. You must have quit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just kidding. All right, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Um But I mean, maybe it's just can you is that the bare minimum? Gloves and gauze need to go in your pant. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Oh, that's a good friend. I think that's a really good friend or foe. It's a yeah. it's a really good discussion. So we're gonna move on. Uh, do yeah. a FMK here. Okay. FMK. 
uh, we're going to do three different rehab exercises using the towel. I was walking through the... I was, yeah, the towel. A hot towel. A hot towel. Yeah, I was walking through the the physical therapy department. I saw somebody using the towel as a rehab exercise. I love it. Now let's pick three and marry and kill them. So I went with lower extremity ones. Uh, Kevin, F1, marry one, kill one. Hamstring curls. Mm -hmm. Reverse lunges. And what would you call it? A single leg lateral slide. Yeah, I mean lateral One leg on the ground, like a lateral what? I mean, it's a lateral lunge, but like, you know, you're, I guess you're sliding that other foot out. Yeah. When you're doing a lunge, you kind of, your, your center of mass goes with the leg that goes out. I think in this, you're probably not doing that. Yeah. You're staying over. So what is that called? Just called lateral slide out. Yeah. I call it. Yeah. Lateral slide out. So that's what she said. Mm, Slide out. Never Um, slide out. Never. FMK. If you you literally slide out, you got problems. Using a using a towel for ham curls, reverse lunges, lateral slides. Um, God, I'm gonna marry the reverse lunge. I love them. I I love doing reverse lunges with sliders, and so if I can accomplish that with a a towel, maybe on a hardwood, maybe tile, maybe. LVP laminate floor. I don't think it's going to work on rubber. I don't think it's going to work on turf. No, I don't think any of these are going to work on those. A good slippery surface. <laughs> um, I'm definitely I'm I'm falling in love with the reverse lunge, and I want I want it for the rest of my life. I think I get the hamstring, I get the whole posterior chain. I love me some reverse lunges. I think you can work in multiple forms of resistance. No, not resistance. Uh, Load. I should say load. Sandbags, kettlebells, dumbbells, maybe a little rotation of the upper body while you're doing a reverse lunge. I like it. I'm going to... Struggle bus. I'm going to F with the lateral slides because I do think those adductors... The groins, they need some loving every once in a while. <laughs> groins we, need love. We please, don't. Please, we baby, don't love my groin. Pay attention to those groins and those adductors enough. And I think if we did, we'd all be healthier humans. Doesn't need to be every day, but every once in a while, really, really, pay attention to your groins. And then I got to kill some hamstring curls. Plain and simple. It's the last one left, and I'm getting some hamstring activation with the reverse lunge with the sliders or the towel slide. Yeah, so, I, I was going to go in a way different direction, but you made a you made the best argument. No, you made the, a really good argument. You have to marry. You have to marry the reverse lunge. It is the most well-rounded of these exercises. I think our live streamers disagree. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, but that's okay. Uh, reverse lunge is, um, like you said, it's going to incorporate the most. Way to go, Megs. 
the most uh, bang for your buck. And you definitely want to bang the buck. Oh. You want to definitely get the most bang for your buck. Maximize value. I like Megan's res- response. What's that? She's going to have to reverse lunge because you got to work that split leg movement. And then you got to marry the hamstring curls because it's 60-40 all day long. What? So I think it's a play on. You got to have at least a 60 to 40% ratio of strength. Uh, Hamstrings over quads? Quads or quads over hamstrings. I don't know. And that's what marriage is kind of like. Each person needs to at least say, I want to give them 60 of me. (laughs) Nobody's given more than 40 of themselves. Uh, Let's give 60, and then we'll be even at the end of the day. Because we're both thinking about each other more than ourselves. You've been, and then you've been married. Kill the lateral. You've been married long enough. I'm just kidding. Um, How long have you been married? Four I think years. Two, years. two years longer than I have. Maybe right? four years next week. That's true. We are in the month of October. Um, I I'm gonna have a hard time killing the lateral slides, but I think you have to. No, you don't. I'll. Oh, you you killed the hamstring curls. I did. I'm also struggling with this decisions. I'm get I'm getting my hamstring work in that reverse lunge. If I'm sliding, yeah, but in the same it's the same thing. Back, you're also getting your groin work in that too. Anytime you're doing single leg work, you're getting groin. Yeah, but not lateral groin work. You know, not not like pushing it out. You know, not screw it. I mean, not spreading it out I, real I, nice and wide. Like. I kind of agree with Craig. Uh, if it's not done correctly. It's not going to be as effective, so get rid of the 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 lateral st- slides. Oh, because if you don't do it great, it's going to be like kind of you're wasting your time. I think hamstring curls uh, automatically put you in a good position, advantageous, um, and being in a good position is is really key when effing. Uh, I have talked about how much I love the slide board for this particular exercise, so I cannot go away from doing this type of exercise on an unstable surface with a towel. So I'm going to F it. I'm going to F it because I think uh, it's not as useful as the reverse lunge, but still muy bien. I'm going to say, no matter how bad your form is, if you're effing it, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, even when it's bad, it's good. So. Um, What's next? You know what? It's time to do our feature okay. topic. Okay. Yeah. So, we're going to do, this is going to be a first ever. Um, we asked Megan... We asked Megan, uh, go back and get that link, Megs. Use that link that we sent you on the live stream, and you're going to join our podcast here. And let's see if we can do this. I know we always have problems with the audio when we bring somebody on, but we're going to try something new here. It's usually because you have your audio off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. There she is. So Megan's joining us. And let's do this. Let's add her. Megan, are you there? 
Hi. Yep, I'm here. You can oh, hear us. Oh, look at that. You can hear us. We can hear you. That's great. There's no feedback. There's no no problems with the audio. So, Megan, you're on. Oh, who is that? What? Who is that? Oh. Hope? Colt. C-O-L-T. Colt McCoy. Yeah. Colt 45. Or Colt 45, yeah. <laughs> so, Megan, where are you? Tell us where you're at. at. Tell us. Yeah. Um, I'm in Tucson, Arizona, and right now I'm at home because I work in a federal contracted position. Um, so I'm a... Sounds important. My role is uh, integrated operational support specialist, which is a new role within the operational support team. Just a fancy way of essentially saying, um, instead of having embedded athletic trainers and physical therapists, our program is meant to take care of essentially all the other squadrons on base that don't have the fancy services like the PJs and the fighter pilots. So we're there for the maintainers, civil engineers, the weather squadron, all, all the other people on base. Gotcha. Nice. And how long have you been yeah. there? Uh, I've been in Tucson since 2020. Uh, but I've been in my role since January. Okay. Cool. So how did you hear about candid athletic training? Uh, I think it, I asked around online, which podcasts athletic trainers were interested in. Cause at the time I was in Texas and I was driving an hour to work every day yeah. <laughs> and, uh, candidate podcast was listed and you guys are the most interesting out of all of them. Uh, I get pretty bored with the research. I, it just doesn't pique my interest and I don't pay attention very much Strange. Um, versus you guys where you're talking the real talk, you know, like actually having conversations that I would want to hear about versus listening to research on the way home. What's your favorite segment? What's your favorite uh, weekly shenanigan? I mean, you the like fact that it's called shenanigans is pretty awesome. Um, but FMK, friend or foe, top five. Usually like FMK is probably the best one. You, you're dirty. a dirty minded individual. Yeah. We love it. Got it. We got it. Yep. <laughs> okay. We see. Yeah. So um, thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to try, like I said, this is something new. We're going to do a Mad Lib. We're going to do an athletic training Mad Lib. Oh, fun. So uh, I've got a list of things here. Kevin's going to do one and you're going to say, so we're going to, I've got one story and I'm going to say what we're going to fill in. Kevin's going to give me an answer. Then you're going to give me an answer. Then we'll go through Kevin's story and then we'll go through your story and we'll see how we play here. Okay. Okay. So first one, Kevin, day of the week. Tuesday. Tuesday. Megan. Monday. Monday. All right. Uh, give me a number. 12. Four. A body part. Fibula. <laughs> Elbow. Elbow. And the people listening at home, hopefully you're doing this in your own head and follow along the story here. Uh, give me a rehab exercise. Plank. Oh, that's a good one. Um... Uh, shoulder row. What was it? Shoulder row? Yeah. An animal. 
Tiger. <laughs> Dang it, I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, koala. Koala. Ooh, I like it, I like it. I don't even know how to spell that right. Good. Uh, give me a sport. <laughs> Tennis. Soccer. Uh, body part. Glute. Nose. Type of injury. Strain. Dislocation. Mm. <laughs> Give me a state. <laughs> Wyoming. Florida. Give me a number. 72. 16. Uh, the last thing you used in your ATR. <laughs> uh... Trying to make sure what is the last thing I used. Uh Normatech. My hands. <laughs> Favorite food. Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm, sushi. Sushi. Time of the day. Five AM. 7 p.m. A number. Two. It's a long Mad Lib. <laughs> I know. This is actually, we're, we're only halfway through, too. Don't, I made a long one. Don't worry. It's a good one. We're getting there. 100. <laughs> All right. A body part. Kneecap. Otherwise uh, known as a patella. It's okay. Thumb. Thumb? Mm -hmm. Favorite mode of transportation? Sports car. Mm. Uh, airplane. <laughs> Random healthcare profession. Anesthesiologist. <laughs> Phlebotomist. <laughs> He's not going to be able to read, read that later. Phlebotomist. <laughs> joint, to, joint to the body. Glenohumeral. Glenohumeral. Subtailor. Subtailor. Anatomical movement. Flexion, uh, extension, yada, yada, yada. That's what I was going for. Okay. Abduction. Horizontal adduction. Mm. <laughs> Special test. We're almost there. I promise. <laughs> Anterior drawer. A scour test. Anatomical landmark. Tibial tuberosity. Damn it. Why do you keep stealing the ones that I want to say? Uh, let's see. Um, the sternoclavicular notch. Sternal clavicular <laughs> notch. Something in your kit. Um, the snacks count. Snacks. Snacks. 
Dermabond. Dermabond. Blue. Color. Green. Yellow. You got two left. A leisure activity. Uh, laying in a hammock. Drinking. Ooh, I like your thoughts. Drinking. Uh, a type of type of weather. Fall. Uh, I think I was going for like a. Cloudy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How about brisk? All right. We're done with that. Kevin, you want to read and I give the answers or vice versa? Yeah, you should do this because you, you'll be able to do this. I'm going to just do Kevin's and then we're going to come back and do Megan's. Let's see how we did here on this Mad Lib. It was a busy Tuesday afternoon and the athletic training room was packed. There were 12 athletes waiting to be evaluated and the AT <laughs> was busy taping a fibula in the other room. The athlete that was doing a plank. Looked like a wounded tiger. <laughs> Suddenly, the tennis coach walked in and demanded to know when the athlete with the glute strain <laughs> would be ready to go. I'm sorry. It's hotter than Wyoming in here. <laughs> Said nobody ever. I've been working for 72 straight hours. We just got a shipment of Normatex. <laughs> I need to put away, and I haven't had a chance to eat mine. Peanut butter cups. <laughs> Practice is still at 5 a.m. Correct. Oh, about that. We moved it back two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like it matters. During practice, things seem to be going okay when all of a sudden an athlete tripped and landed on there. Kneecap. The AT got there. Sports car. <laughs> Hustled over. As the AT pulled up, there was a random person talking to the injured athlete. Don't worry, I'm a anesthesiologist. <laughs> the injury, the injury evaluation was difficult as the athlete had to had a had good glenohumeral abduction. <laughs> That's good, but a positive anterior drawer and was tender over the tibial tuberosity. After treat getting the athlete to the sideline, the AT grabbed a snacks. Out of their kit and a glass of green sports drink and handed it to the athlete. The rest of the practice, the AT spent laying in a hammock and enjoying the brisk. Just a typical day in the land of an athletic trainer. Very good, Kevin. All right. We're going to do Megan's. Megan, here we go. It was a busy Monday afternoon and, and the athletic training room was packed. There were four athletes waiting to be evaluated, and the AT was busy taping a elbow. In the other room, the athlete that was doing shoulder row looked like a wounded koala. <laughs> Suddenly, the soccer coach walked into the room and demanded to know when the athlete with the nose dislocation <laughs> would be ready to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hotter than Florida in here. I've been working for 16 straight hours. We just got a shipment of my hands. <laughs> I need to put away and I haven't had a chance to eat my sushi practice is still at 7 p.m. Correct. Oh, about that. We moved it back a hundred minutes. During practice, things seem to be going okay. When all of a sudden, an athlete tip, tripped and landed on their thumb. The AT got in there. Airplane. And hustled over there. 
as the athlete, or sorry, as the AT pulled up, there was a random person talking to the injured athlete. Don't worry, I'm a... Flimbotomist. The injury evaluation was difficult, as the athlete had good... Subtaler. Uh, horizontal adduction. <laughs> but a positive... Scour. And was tender over the... Sternoclavicular notch. After getting the athlete to the sideline, the AT grabbed a... Dermabond. Out of their kit and a glass of... Yellow. Sports drink and handed it to the athlete. The rest of practice, the AT spent... Drinking. And enjoying the... <laughs> just a typical day in the land of... <laughs> that was good, buddy. That was good. I like that. Well done to you both. I know that was long. That was fantastic. It's not what she said. Don't worry. <laughs> um, well, thanks for doing that, Megan. We appreciate it. We just that was really cool. try something different a little bit. Um, like you said, we don't want to sound um, too stuffy on this show. Heck no. So we try and take things the other way. Have a little fun at what we do. Um, but it's because of people like you that we can do this. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely. We appreciate that you... Come on most weeks, the live stream and follow. So thanks to you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care. Bye, Colt. Well, that was neat. Something, something different. Good job, man. That was a good one. We'll do another one. It'll take me a while, but we'll come up with something like that. Yeah. So, uh, thanks to Megan for jumping on. Thanks to Craig for jumping on. Thanks to our friends over at healthy roster. Yeah. The official the sponsor. Of friends. Yeah, we're uh, excited. Um, they actually have some really neat stuff coming too, uh, which reminds me, I got to tell you something after the show. You got it. Um, but thanks to Healthy Roster. Check them out www.healthyroster.com. Mm-hmm. Also, thanks to Smart Tools, 10% off using the code uh, Candid10. I almost did what you did at the beginning of the show. And then thanks to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, where you can get the lowest uh, price on professional and personal liability insurance if you are a member of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. So um, thanks for jumping on early with us. Um, We're going to try this again next week. Um, Yeah, for sure. Expect us to be a little bit earlier most weeks. There's going to be one a month probably that we have to go back to 8.30. But otherwise, we're going to try the 7.30 time slot. Yeah, we'll try to let you know like the day of, maybe even a couple days before, whatever it is. Check the socials at Candid underscore ATC. You'll you'll get to know whether or not we're maybe on at 7.30, maybe 8.30. We're just trying to adapt in our own schedules and just make sure that we get as many people on this live podcast as possible because that's what makes it a lot more fun. Um, if you were listening to this later in the week, next week, you know, you heard Megan come onto the podcast. If you're interested in coming onto the live podcast, just go over to our YouTube channel. You can click that link at any time and you can join whenever you want. Go over to CanadaAthleticTraining.com. Get yourself a membership to get a, take advantage of all those promo codes and extras that we can give you. Um, and for, definitely for some of the things that are coming up. 2024, as Chad said, is going to be a fun, fun year. And unfortunately, it is right around the corner. Do not blink. It will be 2024. So, all right. Everybody have a great night, including the guy that just walked by with his dog. (laughs) And we will see you later. Take care, all. Bye. Bye.